0: <laughs> no, no. Do you know what? That's, that's, that's a good that's a good idea for next time though um yeah man to actually cross post it i didn't think i didn't think about doing that yeah
1: because you, you can just like you set okay as soon as you share it you get the option to cross post into another page as well it's really useful with um live streams actually
0: well the fact yeah you obviously get the the user uh yeah the user bound all right, I see what look we, we we are actually live. I can see we've got one whole uh, person watching right now, um, but it'll uh, pick up. It'll pick up. It'll probably pick up. I can, I can. Where are we live on Facebook? <laughs> we're, we're live on we're live on the overview music Facebook page. Uh, I, I can not see that. I keep refreshing. I can't see phone. it. Come on, where is it? Uh, at least I think it's I think it's on the overview. Give it. Give us a shout. Give us a shout right now if you are watching. Tell us where you are watching from. Say hello. Um, oh, right. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Okay, so hello and welcome to another edition of Overviewed, in which I, myself, Peter Piper, also known as Energy, interview a member of the Drum and Bass community, usually an extended member so far of the Overview family. And to- tonight we have a very special guest. Hmm. Uh, he's recently... Released his first single on Overview and he has his debut EP, the Dusk EP, which is out tomorrow. He is coming in live all the way from Portugal right now. Let's give it up for the man like Val.
1: Yo! <laughs>
0: <laughs> crowd, goes, crowd goes wild. I was just sharing the post. So. Sharing the post. This, this, yeah. this, this is the tough thing with with live streaming and trying to do this kind of thing is... Yeah, to be able to juggle conversation as well as sharing and trying to make sure that this isn't, like, a completely amateur setup, even though it totally is. <laughs> Hello to everyone that is watching at the moment as well. We got Kit. We got Yano. We got Daz live inside. Please, if anyone does have any uh, questions for, yeah. for Val, we will be doing, like, a bit of a and a if anyone wants to know his his workout routine <laughs> what what his favorite color is i don't know like anything that you want to know about vowel right now is your time to right now is your time to find out what what is your favorite vowel by the way out of all the vowels what is your favorite vowel
1: must be a mate
0: it's got to be a <laughs> so is that just because it's the first vowel is that yeah. <laughs> like wait which which ones are vowels I, I don't know. It just sounds good, man. And it, even if you notice that, even in
1: tunes, there's loads of a vowels.
0: There's a lot of a's. Yeah, yeah there is a lot of a's. That, I tell well That's that's gonna lead. That's gonna lead me onto my first question then. How 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 did you get the name vowel?
1: Oh right, there
0: we go. <laughs> very um... easy, very easy. Were you watching Countdown one day and you were like, "Oh, it yeah. it's either going to be consonant or it's going to be vowel? I don't, oh, which one? Which one?" Yeah.
1: no honestly the name just came from um um the vowels are the letters that you can actually sing you can't sing a consonant so
0: (laughs) what you can't sing a consonant
1: no you can't even if you try to sing a consonant there's going to be a vowel after that do you want to give it a go
0: Honestly, I've been saying, saying. so many a- times. E- a yeah. I O U Z Z. Uh, I don't
1: know. <laughs> Literally, there's when you say Z. There's a. Oh
0: <laughs> Z. Oh yeah. So, what, what about what? about what? Whoa, whoa. There's an L. Oh, there is an O in that as well. There you go. Man, Easy, man. I, I, man, I literally, I was not expecting. I was not expecting to be doing this show and now be getting like an education on my vocabulary and phonetics. But that's really, that's actually really interesting. That's actually really interesting. <laughs> okay, okay. There you go. So you can, so I can hear. I can hear everyone right now at home is trying to now <laughs> sing sing a consonant. Did anyone know that? Did anyone anyone actually know that was a that was a true thing? you can't sing consonants you can only sing vowels that's that's cool that's cool okay okay so what led you on to then go with that i mean what was then you just felt like i've always been a fan of
1: especially like um a few a few years ago i was i was a massive fan of very like anthemic tunes and usually in
0: years ago really just <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, like even even more, even okay, more, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. And uh, all of those anthem tunes, you've you get like loads of like singable uh sounds, and the way to actually sing those sounds is with vowels, obviously. So
0: Right. So yeah, that basically that is the that's the story. That's the kind yeah, of the there wasn't yeah. there was some, some actual thought into this then. It wasn't just like oh I'm just gonna pick because yeah, it sounds cool. cool, cool and,
1: yeah, like... No, no, that was a bit of thought, but Maybe if it was today, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have picked Val as my alias, just because it's not googlable enough.
0: <laughs> See, this is always. I, I've always. I have wondered this actually. Like, what is the? Because I don't know what you're saying like it needs to be googlable. Like, is that? Do you think that really is such an important thing nowadays for for a producer coming through, or do you think that you can get away with it? I, I don't know. Like, what, I think
1: yeah. you can get away with it. It's just. You you wouldn't lose anything if it was a bit more Googleable, would you? Uh,
0: yeah, I mean you know just just changing that one letter. Like I know I know obviously like uh, ways you know Casper did it, and I know that that's the reason why why he's even spelt like that because he was just like I just need it to be different. Yeah. I don't know what you could do. You could rebrand it. Put put two W's in. How? Like shit, doesn't it? Ooh. <laughs> or two O's? Cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so did you, did you have any names before that? Or was that literally your first name? Uh, I, always, I always like to know if anyone's had any, like, cringy aliases, like, before. <laughs> what, what, what was the question, mate? Uh, did you have a name before Val? Did you,
1: like... Oh, uh, yeah, I, I did, but I'm not going to say that. Oh, no,
0: come no. on, come on. Give the people the internet what they want.
1: No way, man. No way. Uh, okay. No,
0: can m- you, mate, there's no chance. Can you, no. Give us a,
1: can you give us a hint? Uh... It was played on words with uh, Disgrace, so, yeah.
0: It was played on words with Disgrace. So, yeah. if anyone wants to have a guess in the comments what Val's old alias was, rhymes with Disgrace. I don't actually have a clue what it is, so your guess is as good as mine. Um, true. we We have actually... uh We've got a question here from Ross Whitehead. Big up to Ross. Uh, he asks... How did you get into production? Uh, What did you start producing and your influences?
1: Okay, so... Going back to the start. First question. Uh, So I started basically when I was in secondary school, uh, I decided to uh, study music production, but I didn't really like it and the school was a bit shit. So I I was literally there just to all right I just want to pass fuck it and the school was really bad so I didn't even I didn't even make any effort uh, and uh, then I I was I was a bit like I don't I don't know what I want to do with my life and I just decided to apply to uni in the UK I moved to the UK near London and I started to learn how to how to actually make music and yeah I was studying music tech there. I didn't like that uni either. So I spent <laughs> three months, packed everything, sold my car here in here in Portugal and moved to Bristol. And then applied there for uni and everything went well. And that's pretty much it. Wow. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. So uh, so you only lasted three months at that other university?
1: Yeah, because mate, I was working as well and I was only going to this one lecture, which was like sound design stuff, which right. is which one that i that i really really like the rest was really like orientated for like radio and and stuff um what you wanted to be doing yeah and yeah just decided to make the move to bristol and just risk it and yeah everything went well
0: i mean i think that's like uh a little bit of a it's kind of like the the dream in some respects isn't it like packing all your stuff selling all your stuff and then just going to bristol and just seeing what happens like yeah yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's you know I I really think I really respect that because uh, a lot of people would maybe like would wish that they could do that or like yeah yeah I'm just gonna I'm gonna move to Bristol and go where drum and bass is but to actually do that you know is, uh, is it, it, good to- it, was,
1: it was a bit it was a bit difficult at first because obviously I didn't know anyone in Bristol I, I was I mean I was lucky at the same time because I moved there with my girlfriend at the time and that was that really really helped me because otherwise it would have been
0: on your own like
1: yeah yeah literally like um but yeah after a few months everything just
0: turned out all right I guess (laughs) how long how long how long did you last in you were in Bristol for quite a few years right yeah
1: like uh, almost four years yeah almost four years wow yeah I I missed that
0: I think when I first met you, actually, because you you've actually got a very good, uh, you speak very good English, or very well. Wh- <laughs> I thought you were English. You you could basically pass for being for being English. Yeah. Most people would be like, yeah, maybe like <laughs> Bristol taught you well. So so you you said how long? Um, so you you just were in Bristol. You you just moved there and literally you didn't have any any plan, mate. No plan. No no. uh,
1: uh, we had to stay at a uh, we had to stay in an Airbnb for like. For a few months because we couldn't find a place to live.
0: Okay, uh, Crikey. so it was very difficult. What did you uh, do for money? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Right?
1: my car, didn't I? So she so had a yeah. little
0: bit to kind of yeah, uh, a little yeah. bit to sit on, but not like that. Must yeah. have gone. That must have gone quite quickly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And um, then I obviously I, got, I managed to get a job, even though I didn't have like a permanent address and stuff. So, mate, it was a fucking mess, <laughs> a mess mate.
0: <laughs> me. um, uh, then, uh, and then, and then you, but then you, you said you then applied for going to uni at Bristol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: yes yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. music, yeah, well,
0: yeah. Okay. And what were you, what were you uh, doing there?
1: Uh, electronic music production. Okay. Yeah, so- yeah. it was really good. Man really really good I've, honestly i wouldn't i wouldn't have chosen anything else because it was fucking great really really good
0: i mean especially i've been doing well doing an, an electronic music production course in bristol like <laughs> yeah. yeah you must have been is there anyone anyone that you were studying with that like um was shout out with anyone that uh, is like
1: extraction, yeah who's yeah there? extraction he just released his ep on delta nine
0: yeah big up uh, who
1: else, mate? There's, there's more. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna
0: say, it's really, really Kit, off the list.
1: Kid Jones and, uh, and Finlay, Fresh Freshney. They they both study there now. Uh, there's more. Uh, who else?
0: Mm. I mean, this is this is how it gets with with Bristol. It's just like, yeah, him and and them and and him and them. Yeah, yeah. Um... But
1: remember of anyone else? I'm I'm pretty sure there's more more people there
0: uh the, the other sorry the, the, the other part of the question was uh what are your influences so Ooh, what, influences. what would you say uh, are, your, are your biggest influence well
1: when i first started making music it was a lot because of uh Matthews and uh face and noisy of course um but nowadays i try to just like grab influences from like other genres and other artists uh, Actually, some of the artists are going to be featured on the playlist that I've prepared for overview, so you guys can check that out. Because I've included loads of non-DNB um, tunes there. So yeah, just a bit of everything. I love a bit of techno, love a bit of uh, electronica, just loads of different stuff. So
0: yeah, right, and that actually leads on to, to another question here from from Matthew Smith. Thank you, Matthew, for giving me uh, another question. Okay, Museum. Uh, he yeah. says, "Have you ever made anything other than DMB seriously?" Mm,
1: just halftime.
0: Is that just ha- just halftime? Do you, yeah, do, you, do, you want, do you want to? Like, is that something you could see?
1: Uh, n- not not for now. I mean, I used to love it, and actually, the first tune that I that I ever released was a halftime tune. It was a really really weird tune. Um, you can play that if you want.
0: <laughs> so the first tune you ever released yeah yeah so, uh what's it what's it called what's it goes
1: oh i'll send it over
0: is it is it with your original alias that's all i want to know
1: no it's with m- this alias already so oh okay uh, right, i'll send that's it over shame. hello uh, to everyone sorry.
0: that is is watching right now uh this is the organized chaos that is the overviewed uh, podcast. uh. <laughs> We'll we're, we'll we're, we're, hopefully there's be some interesting things. We'll play some music. We're gonna play some music. So you, have you sent me some,
1: yeah, I sent it to you on Facebook. Yeah.
0: Right. So we're we're actually gonna go back right now to very very early Val. If my browser will load one oh Oh, it's on one one K records. Yeah. Okay. I know those guys. Uh, cool. How how old are we talking?
1: Uh That was in that was like four years ago, five years ago, four or five years ago.
0: Right. Okay. So if if everyone is 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 ready, I'm gonna I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna play for you, Val's first ever song. Play it because it's quite repetitive. Okay. Well, it's only a noisy radio clip. It's only it's only one minute, fifty. Okay, so okay. this this is called Vocoid. So if anyone hasn't uh, heard of that before, Val Vocoid, Val's first ever tune. Let's go in. Uh. Do, 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 do. this is a vocoid by vowel on 1k records <laughs> great, great name, name. <laughs> also if you're enjoying the show do give us a share drop us a comment
1: uh-huh. come on kick the phone.
0: there we go that was valve awkward so I, I am also i am also trying to like promote at the same time as trying to do this it's all good it's all fun and games uh, i liked it that was really that was a really cool uh really cool track actually thanks man it's I mean, okay <laughs> well the fact the fact that you're actually like willing and still wanting to play that for people i think it's a good sign oh
1: uh, yeah yeah, yeah. It, it is man i think it, it's it, the way that i look at it it's uh, for me, it was a huge like step up from like everything that I was trying to do before because I've always been th- the kind of guy that oh, I really want to synthesize everything, synthesize everything. and that was probably the first time that I actually did it successfully
0: right so that, that really was like like you said like the first kind of beginnings uh, everything yeah. that you wanted to do yeah, 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 yeah. I realize that so yeah. so you you was you were living in Bristol at the time of that being released. I-
1: yeah, exactly. Uh, actually, I got that track signed from, because um, I-, I met Seppa. I don't know if you guys have heard of Seppa from uh, Slug Wife. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, know, Seppa. Um, I met Seppa there and uh, I sent him the track and he was like, yeah, 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 let's put this out. And I was like, all right, cool. And that was it.
0: The rest is history, as they say.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, there's an interesting question here. Is three minute tunes the future? Desk is, so, <laughs> is so dope. Uh do you prefer shorter tracks? This brings me to a bigger question. Are streaming kill the five, six minute DNB tunes. Do you guys think people's attention spans are shorter? Digital DJ has made queuing up easier. Oh, this, yeah. this
0: this is a spicy question. This is a spicy question. Uh well yes. Yes, yes, I do, with, I, I think so. we three-minute tunes of the future, I don't know, because... Uh, uh, it's not three-minute tunes of the future. It's, like, it's going to be, like, one-minute 50 tunes. Like, literally, <laughs> you just get, like, you get about 16 bars of the intro, you get the drop... And then Andy C's already finished mixing it by then. So what's the point okay. in playing the rest of the song, really? To like... get
1: yeah, to the point where, where a tune is just a kick and a snare and a stab, and then that's done. done. There you go, mate. <laughs> uh, no, no, no I,
0: I, I, that's a really, really good question because it is something that I have thought about. And as a, obviously as yeah, a label, sure. you know, keeping keeping going, and you know, obviously as y- yourself releasing music, I do feel that it has gone that way. And I do feel that I think it's a combination of factors of of uh, DJing. I think because of the technology and obviously the way that people DJ now. Uh, yep. Talking about you know people like AMC and Andy C and uh, Subantics as well is terrible for it as well. <laughs> well. Give it. You know people do just you know throw in tunes and and uh, you know couple that with um streaming, um and and the kind of like algorithms and Spotify friendly music. Like yeah, maybe you know. Do people want to sit down and listen to a five, six minute tune? Um, uh, yeah, drum and bass tune. I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's not quite how it was. You know, it's not like, say, like, a, you know, say back in the 90s with with Timeless and things like that, where, you know, you, you'd make, I, I mean, Goldie released that tune, Mother, wasn't it? It was like, you know, it's like an hour long. I swear it was like an hour long or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like one hour. I mean, I'd like to think that, people will push, push it. But uh, yeah, I think that it it's become very easy now to, to do that. What, what are your the, thoughts, Michael? That's my, that's, my the, that's way, my. the way I look at it is let's say you've got,
1: you've got your tune. Yeah. And let's say you've got, uh, you've got the intro, you've got a drop and then you've got another 16 bars. And for you, that makes sense. And now you just want to work on a second drop and break down and stuff well why would you add more to the tune if it doesn't need it are you just trying to drag that out it does that that for me that that's what makes sense it doesn't make sense to just like drag out a tune just because if it makes sense to in the tune to actually make it a bit longer and like tell maybe a longer story yeah great if 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 it doesn't, it
0: doesn't. I mean, I, th- I think um, I-, I think it's that thing as well. Like we're saying about uh, obviously the way that it's becoming, and this I think it's this like formulaic. Obviously, drum and bass has become incredibly formulaic. And, mm-hmm. and, and look, you know, I think you know overview. We're not really like <laughs> pushing the envelope or or trying different things because it, it, it because it becomes very geared towards DJ friendly music, and it has become you know this you know, 32 bars you know very very regimented here's the drop here's the build up here's the breakdown and and that's how that's kind of how dnb has gone like it's i'm not sure if it's to say it's fair if the if fans are as open to it sometimes like to to really yeah like to throw it you know that's the thing you know like back you know back in the day you know people used to make tunes with weird bar signature times and weird like adding in a few extra bars here and there or whatever and, and some of it would be a bit freer and a, there was didn't seem to be as many restrictions um and then it and, and gradually over time it has got much more in dj friendly and and yeah. fo- following this formula so i think i think there's i think there's like a multiple I think there's multiple factors as to why, um, why it has become that way. He asked, "Do you prefer it? Do you prefer shorter tracks? Do you prefer shorter tracks or longer tracks?"
1: Me, not not necessarily. No, I mean I've got no preference, really. If if a tune is is good enough to be six minutes long, that for me that's great.
0: I tell you what, I tell you what's really good. Actually, uh, I'll probably I give him a little uh, shout out. But uh, Vorso, um, he recently made a track because I think this'll, this will this this will be. <laughs> Have you heard it? You don't know what Gus, I'm really about to talk about. Chris keeps commenting on everything. The Portuguese stallion, mate. <laughs> the Portuguese stallion. Oh, Tezzy. <laughs> <laughs> He's here. The Portuguese stallion. Uh, no, I was going to say uh, Vorso. Actually, uh, he recently. Sent a track into the music squad chat, uh, where he, he he upgraded his computer and now mm. he actually made this one project, which was basically I think it was like forty minutes long. It was, yes, Christ, essentially one track. It was all in one project, and he made the whole thing forty minutes. I thought that was amazing, and I really, I really hope something like that catches on. And when where obviously computing power, processing power. Gets better and storage and all the rest of it, because I mean, how much memory and and how powerful of a machine do you have to have to make a 40 <laughs> yeah, minute project? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. that will be, you know, that could be the future. So maybe there will be a, you know, there could be a change. There could be a change past this point that we're in, where it comes I, back I, round. I doubt it, especially because in drum and bass people, doubt it. <laughs> especially in drum and bass
1: people, just like. When you when you mix a tune, you're not going to play like three minutes of the track. You're never going to play three minutes of the track. You want to mix. Quickly.
0: <laughs> you have a mix of so, you have a mix with me then. Right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you drag out the tune till till it goes into the outro. No, mate, come on. Uh, sometimes, sometimes, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, like, don't be wrong. I mean, like, for, I mean that can be personal preference as 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 DJing. I mean, I, for, to be honest with you, for, 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 a, for a long time, I steered away from cue points, to be honest with you. Like, and I know that, I mean, you know, Oof. I know, I know, 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 do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Ollie, 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 Ollie hated mixing with me because, you know, I... I yeah. That would give me fucking anxiety just waiting for the tune to drop, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, that's the thing. Like, I would like to to play, you know, the track from the beginning of the intro and kind of let it build up. You know, then roll, you know, rolling on with three decks and then trying to trying to do that because sometimes I do feel like when you have a lot of the cue points and you you're just throwing it in and throwing it in and it's moving on to the next tune and going on to the next tune and that is kind of it can be very good for a club environment and I think that that can be fun to mix like that but I do think that something does get lost when doing that and and it just become a bit overwhelming and again like you know it can be sad you know as someone who you know obviously like yourself you know you're making music you know you put out music I remember when we did it with, I think it was like our first EP that we did uh, on Overview. And like, bearing in mind, we put so much like blood, sweat and tears into this release. And, you know, it, and, and we were so p- proud of it. And, you know, and the tr- the tracks were all like, you know, four or five minutes long. I remember we made like a mini mix or like I mixed it like, you know, putting cue points in it and mixing it really quickly. And it mm-hmm. was literally, it was literally like just like poof, done, gone. And it's just like, wow, like all of that effort <laughs> and all of that time. And then yeah. someone's just going to come along and fucking DJ it like that quickly. And like, I'm just like, whoa, like, fuck it out. Like, you know, and that, and yeah. that, you know, and that's, you know, and that, that then goes into like how, you know, b- making it and getting yourself out there in the scene, you know, and, and needing to be very consistent like that, because it just shows how quickly this stuff can, you know, go, you know, we do live in a much more. Yeah. Like, yeah but you spend so you spend
1: so much time working on on music and then yeah when you see someone play a tune um, (laughs) just
0: like like, 16 bars 30 bars oh we're out again you know next one like yeah uh, it's i mean it is fun (laughs) and i think but
1: i mean when when i see someone do that i'm like yeah i mean i understand but i'm a bit gutted mate (laughs) you know so... It does get
0: sad. It does get sad and that's what I mean. Like, and then that then I think that can be the pressures put on DJs and obviously the performance. I, I remember seeing I think it was uh original Sin put out a tweet recently when he was talking about um he was talking about he was like, Oh, these house DJs, you know, they just they sit up there on stage, they maybe play like twenty tunes in an hour, you know, they're just sitting back having a fucking great time, like genre, mate. So, yeah, but yeah, but I mean, like it's still. I mean, no, look, don't be wrong, but that, but then that's how like you know the style and and the vibe is obviously gone.
1: Yeah, it's slower as well. So obviously, like sixteen bars in a one twenty tune, sixteen bars is gonna is gonna be longer in time than a, than in a drum and bass tune. Yeah, so. but
0: I don't. I still don't think you know those. I mean, like they
1: a bit, a bit more. Yeah, but that's because the genre in, in itself. I,
0: I uh, think. That, yeah, maybe.
1: For example, <laughs> listen to techno. You kind of like get into that loop. You need to, you need time to get into that loop. You know when you mix a tune in, hmm. and I think it makes perfect sense to drag out the track a little bit more. A little bit. I mean, <laughs> a little uh, bit.
0: Just just, uh, just a little bit.
1: Honestly, it, it makes perfect sense to me because otherwise it would just be you're you're getting into into the mood of a track, and if you're mixing another one in already, you just you just get a bit a bit confused
0: mm, mm. Yeah. no 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 that's it but you know i it's, it's an interesting um point and observation and again like you know you're thinking in an average dj set now you know for an hour you know that dj may play 80 tunes do you know what i mean like that
1: is, that is way <laughs> no 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 but come that's,
0: on you know i don't know that's uh you know that, that's the vibe no, really, really great question there. We've we've just had this is this has definitely turned into like the political DMB uh, hot take uh, question. If if oh, it, no, that place, please please <laughs> uh, if if anyone does uh, if anyone does have any more like really interesting questions like that please because that, that's uh, I could talk about that kind of shit for a long time. Yeah. Uh,
1: I should be writing down the questions or some shit.
0: It's all right. Uh, missing ours are are white noise tunes. The future. <laughs> or, or brown noise tunes will take over soon, apparently. <laughs> uh,
1: white noise tunes of the future. Um, mate, come on. White noise has been around for so long. I, he knows it. He's just <laughs> taking a piss.
0: He's trolling. Got a few people. Uh. Get with the time speed, as people tell me. So I'm catching up on all the uh I'm catching up on some of the yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone just uh, uh, Evan Smith finished it up. He said time time and a place for it all. There you go. I think that's yeah, I think that's yeah, uh yeah, really mm. <laughs> that is it. How uh, have you been have you been DJing much lately? Have you still have you got a set have you got a set up where you are?
1: No. 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 I don't and I fucking miss it, but Oh, you well. got
0: you got a set to do for stay at home. Hey, oh, yeah, yeah, I've got that sorted. I've you got can, that you sorted. can still DJ, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have I should do- have double I should have double checked this just before uh, confirming your booking. I'd be like, you can, you can DJ, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah.
1: But obviously, I mean, it's not it's not like you're playing an instrument. Or you, you can't really forget how to DJ, can you? You don't need, you don't really need that much practice. Can you?
0: Mm, I, I, I disagree. I think that, we... yeah, I think you, don't be wrong. I think once, you know, and again, I think with the, with the technology technology and where it has made it easier, I still think that you, it, you need to practice and you need to keep up with it and you need to know your playlists and know your tunes and be comfortable with, with mixing and, and being able to transition and take it places like the the, yes. the the basics i think uh you know is like riding a bike but it's another thing fucking riding, in a, com- riding in a competition do you know what i mean i know
1: exactly what you're saying but the thing is usually when i when i go play a set somewhere i tend to just like prepare the set because i know that this tune goes well with this one this one this one so i practice like every mix before i go i, I go to to play a show
0: uh you're a, you're a set prepper
1: yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> I'm there to just like to give a vibe to the people that are there. And I believe that I can do that much better if I do that.
0: I think, yeah. It's something I should probably do more of uh, rather than just turning up and just winging. It
1: like, keeps like starting to point to the fucking ceiling. <laughs>
0: it's
1: okay. uh, uh, Matt asked, uh, asked a couple of questions
0: you uh, n- ever use superior drummer or addictive drums what's your process with drums if not
1: okay nerd,
0: nerd question right now nerd question Come
1: on. okay superior drummer or addictive drums i use both i prefer superior drummer because it's it's incredible it just sounds a lot better um the problem is uh that it just takes a little bit longer if I wanna like bounce freeze the track and flatten it, so bounce it, so sometimes it just like stops with a and i've got I've got a pretty good computer but it, it just stops with the loading um with a loading window, and that annoys me a bit because if I'm on the go and I just want things really quickly yeah. um yeah, that happens, but yeah, superior drummer all the way you've got a lot more control uh what's your process with drums, if not, just serum. Uh, I've, I've started using kick 2 for uh, for kicks again, uh, and for snares it's just pretty much uh, serum with the transient, and then another serum on the same track, uh, just create an instrument rack with white noise or other noise, and then I should just start layering maybe some claps, foley sounds, or even superior drummer as well. And it's everything along those lines, without going too, too much in depth.
0: We get we get a free uh vowel tutorial lesson right here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> As Jack asked, do you use much hardware when producing?
1: Uh, no. The only hardware that I've got are my two speakers and my computer. You, That's would, it.
0: Would you want? Would you want to? Have you thought of doing it? Have you thought of making an investment, or you think it's not needed? Yeah, or? yeah. Mostly, it's not even because.
1: I need it for my music because I probably I'm probably not even going to use it that much. Uh, it's just more for those moments when you're just like bored in the studio and you just want to like freestyle something on an actual piece of equipment, you know. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I've I've considered I've considered um,
0: maybe when you get maybe when you get the money in for your for your EP, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly, mate. Spend
0: it all on a new on a new synth.
1: So, sounds good. Sounds good
0: uh we have hugo here ask any go-to soft synths or hardware that you used or used lately
1: Soft um, soft synth serum vital uh it's a new synth it's really really cool uh but i've had a few issues where it was crashing crashing the project so i haven't used it in a project yet just on like some sound design sessions and there's faceplant that I don't use that much, but uh I sometimes use it to make some re-spaces because the FM is super cool in there. And that's pretty much it. For soft synths, that's the only soft synth, the only soft that I use, yeah. That's it. Okay, there we go.
0: Any uh any like any like good tips, any solid tips that you would give any sort of like budding producers out there? Uh me. Solid yeah, tip. Yeah. Solid tip. Give uh, us a few. Give us a few. Val's Val's top tips for for producers out there. Uh, <laughs> Although, should you be paying for this information? I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's just, uh, like, Top tips is just. I think it's really important for producers to listen to music outside of drum and bass. And I've I've seen myself in that position where I was focusing so much on other artists that I admired that it kind of like just fucks up your creativity and then you can you can actually write a track that you are like yeah this is this is cool but it can be a bit underwhelming because you're constantly just like comparing it with those producers that you aspire but if you try to look for other influences from other genres other artists that you actually like outside of drum and bass it helps you to like develop ideas and uh and just getting a new other and other
0: understandings of like songwriting and stuff as well. That's a good uh, that's a good tip. I think I it could be very easy. You know, what you're saying even even it's like subconsciously, if you're listening to so much music within one genre that you're gonna you're gonna end up sounding like it or you wouldn't even realize like
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I actually, funnily enough, I was listening to loads of like melodic uh electronica and like loads of melodic like techno and stuff and uh i didn't come to the studio for like a week because i can't remember why but then i came back and i was like just writing some melodies but then i was like this doesn't really work in drum and bass (laughs) you know so that can happen as well it's 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 good to like keep your focus on but at the same time try to get inspiration from from other genres so that's, that's
0: uh that's val's top tip right there <laughs> <laughs> brought to you by uh ov uh we we have a we have another another good question here from evan smith evan smith seems to be doing well uh conducting the, the questions please do keep them coming because again we could talk about this for a while so evan asks what do you guys think will be the longer lasting effects on the underground music scene do you think Patreons will fade once clubs and festivals are open again, or do you think Patreon has opened a whole other permanent revenue stream for artists and independent labels? That's a
1: fucking sick question. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Uh,
0: okay, I, I, you go. You go first, because I, I, yeah, I, I, I know, I've got my answers this. I'm, I'm excited about this one. <laughs> uh,
1: okay, the uh, the longer lasting effects on the underground music scene okay longer lasting effects uh from what this pandemic uh is that what you're asking
0: i guess so i guess yeah, maybe yeah. It is like... okay, so what
1: i think is as soon as uh shit goes back to normal there's going to be a huge boom in terms of um events and that's going to be amazing for the scene in my opinion um mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, Will the patrons fade 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 um once clubs and festivals are open again? I don't think so because I think this was a bit of an eye opener for like the artists and uh and labels that are that are creating uh patrons to see that there's other ways to to get to get more 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 revenue uh into their their craft so I think people will will keep doing those and um I believe. This is my opinion. I think after all of this go, all this goes away. Um, there's going to be a really, this is going to be a really good thing for the for the for the whole industry, in my opinion. After this, if clubs remain, if clubs don't don't start shutting and shit, so.
0: No, I think um, you know. I I to be honest, I, I I agree, I agree fully with that. To be honest, I think um, I think Patreon will uh will now be a be a permanent fixture on on the scene and yeah i think it i think it i think it just like forced some people into a situation where they had to do it i, I myself sit in that category where we we started up a a label patron uh patreon.com forward slash overview please go sign up um but i like, on, like honestly i think that it's been probably uh if one of the best things if not the best thing that we we have actually done as a as a label and from talking to all the artists that have got on board with it as well it's been overwhelmingly positive and people have now been able to to quit jobs and and go into doing music full-time and i think it has really well and truly revolutionized the way that revenue is is generated and 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 again, but and there's so much, so many more levels on it as well. It's all about you know creating a community and the the interaction that you have with with people and a whole different level that wasn't there before. And I think and and, and I'll say it to to anyone that is um watching and maybe been been considering starting a Patreon, uh, do it like really one hundred percent do it. It is, exactly. I think it's the I think it's the future. I really do think that it will be like an artist has a soundcloud an artist has a patron like i really do believe that you are missing out on a massive opportunity if you don't do it yeah but obviously it requires the effort and requires you to put you know the the time and the effort into it but it is a really really amazing thing the the longer lasting effects in in my opinion i think it i think it's just shown people a different way obviously the the music industry as a whole not just drum and bass has become so reliant on live shows and touring to make revenue and it's shown how fragile that is with something like this pandemic and and there are going to be a lot of casualties like that will be a that will be a lasting effect as as much as there will be positives for this and and there, there are there is going to be a lot of casualties as well there are going to be people that probably will either you know won't carry on, people that will maybe give up, clubs as well. There will be some 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 clubs undoubtedly, you know, as as a system that is already under a lot of pressure. Um but I think you yeah, obviously you have got to look at look at the positives for what it is. And from an artist's perspective, I think it has shown the potential and not needing to rely on these external factors and, and actually be more in control of your be more in control of your destiny. I mean, you, you, you obviously you you run the you do one to ones. You don't you don't have a Vowel Patreon yet, do you? But no, okay. <laughs> here we
1: go. Here we go.
0: <laughs> I, I I do
1: one to ones. Yeah. Uh, I stopped uh, from December till now, but now I'm gonna start doing one to ones again. Uh, and I'm gonna be launching a Patreon. Yes. If I manage to get some more content ready, I'm gonna be re- uh, launching it next week. Oh which... shit. Hopefully everything will will be alright. But I need to do some stuff this weekend as well for um, masterclass and stuff. Uh, so I'm gonna do my best. But yeah, I'm launching a patron. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, I mean, uh, you know, I think it's uh, it's definitely the the way forward. And yeah. you know, as I said, you know, stressing to anyone, I really would would consider it uh, or or do it. You know, I, I I took you know I'll be honest, I took I took a punt at it um there was a lot there was doubts i was like is this is this going to work are people going to sign up you know and all that kind of you know maybe you're going through that similar fear at the moment mike
1: yeah 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 yeah, exactly it can yeah. be intimidating it, it is very intimidating and and i must i must be honest like that's that's the main reason why i haven't created it yet because it's such um such a big commitment that mm. you know, um but i i actually had a chat with uh molecular the other day and um he he made me. He see made the, me see the light. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> do me, do I... like, chill out. Yes, it is a commitment, but you can do it, man. It's 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 fun, and and mate. I think I think I should do it, especially because oh. I've always wanted to like do record tutorials, and I love teaching as well. And so I I, I don't see why I wouldn't do it. So.
0: I think you're you're in the you're in the perfect position to do it. And it's funny you bring up molecular actually because he he actually we spoke a few months back when he just kind of he just started up his Patreon and he was a bit you know it hadn't ta- it hadn't taken off straight away basically. I think he maybe had like if 10 people on it and like yeah. You know, and and he was asking me, you know, some some opinions of what I thought, and maybe things that he could, you know, could do, or or asking me how how can I get people, and you know, and we had a long talk, and and I know that he felt, you know, a lot better from that point, and and to now see where he is today, even in that short amount of time, he's got hun, he's got hundred he's got hundred people, you know, on there now. Like, he
1: is well. I'm I'm proud of him, man. Honestly, mm. Lovely the right. guy, big producer. Honestly, you
0: know. But, but that was the thing, you know. He he had the dedication. He had the he had some. You know, he has a lot of skill and a lot of ability as well, and and was dedicated and kept at it. You know, I know that he's now gone full time. You know, he's now doing yep. tutorials, doing the one to ones, doing the doing the Patreon, and that's now providing him a life. And and that is that is the that is the dream, I think, yep. in in a lot of respects. Yep. Like if you yep. can definitely, definitely. fully so dedicate the- all your time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I guess it also helps you to just like um, keep motivated to just like do music, you know, or music-related stuff as a producer. Because you know, sometimes there must be like some days where you're not really like feeling it in the studio or something. But if you've got if you need to like make content for your for, for your Patreon and and you're constantly like interacting with your, with with your patrons and stuff, I, I guess that's also very motivating as an artist.
0: Yeah definitely definitely is and again you know you can you can so, I, 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 I like sorry i was just gonna say i like that evan smith said he loves patreon by the way but my bank account doesn't know <laughs> oh, i would have signed up to that Patreon and that one and oh fuck <laughs> yeah that is maybe the one thing
1: okay uh hugo said uh uh any music recommendation freshly outside overview or your album my ep
0: no, yeah. no, we're not. You have to just listen to val's EP on overview. That's that's the only re- <laughs> r- music recommendations you're gonna get. Go uh, listen to the EP. No, I'm joking. Go on,
1: go on. Go on. Give us some recommendations. DNB or not DNB that inspired you. Um, I guess Shokunin had like a bit of Bonobo in it. Um, and I don't know, just lawn maybe. Well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell you to just like listen to the playlist that I've uh to the selection of the of tracks that I've that I've added to the overview playlist that will go live when?
0: Uh is it not live right now?
1: I don't think so. Is it?
0: We I was gonna say, why don't you pop it in the um pop it in the chat while we're while we're here. I haven't okay. I, I was supposed to make some artwork for it. I haven't done that yet, but
1: Wait for the
0: one No, we 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 still post it. We we'll still we still post it because people might actually uh, okay. people okay. might actually go ahead and listen to it. Actually, you're going to because if anyone wants to hear Val's influences, we can actually do it right now. I'm copying the playlist link. Have you, are you copying it or am I copying it? No, no, you copy it. Okay, so I'm just if anyone wants to, yeah, we have got a fresh overview playlist. About... Oh, sorry, except of
1: course, uh, James, and <laughs> the... I, I make. Huge fan of that guy. Honestly, I'm obsessed with him. But I, I didn't add any Dorian concept to the playlist just because I have stopped listening to him for a bit, just so that I don't get bored. Uh, I'm looking. For where me. do you stand on the use of, of the sync button? Oh my God, I love
0: this. Is that is someone really? Is... <laughs>
1: okay, okay.
0: Let's have this conversation. Then. Let's have it out. Sync. Um, sync. No sync or no sync to sync or not to sync that is the question
1: to sync yeah (laughs) sync is great man honestly sync is great Uh, especially when you've got like tracks um when you've got tracks that have got like an intro that is quite difficult to pick up on the on the actual like uh, markers for you to actually get the tempo uh, I think it's great, and I honestly nowadays I think it's bad that you go and play a show and you hear a massive clang. I think that's really, really bad.
0: Yeah, really, really bad.
1: Because you've got <laughs> <laughs>
0: technology
1: to assist you with that. Honestly, it, even if even if you just use it like as in like a as okay uh, emergency button, you know, this isn't working.
0: But then, but then, but then, like part of that, like. Uh, There uh, there can be that kind of There can be like that not you know okay look if it's a complete fucking train wreck of a mix and and whatever but you know like a little beat out and then and then the dj Uh, uh, working to try and you know get it back in you know
1: obviously obviously when i say like a massive clang is like probably it's that's exactly it's everything just out you know
0: yeah no no, no. That's just my
1: opinion on it honestly I, uh,
0: I, I, it, you know, in my opinion i i don't know if i i stand on on either side i think that i think that there are as as you know as mike explained there you know reasons why people sync, and i can see the benefits of it and it cannot uh, you know allow you to not have to worry about the beat matching side of things and be able to just yeah, focus more on 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 other on other aspects of it, but I do also get that kind of like, you know, real DJing is about you know beat matching, oh, yeah. using your ears, and, and and sometimes I find that uh, I can I can find it more fun to have that kind of challenge. Like I think that syncing can take away a little bit of that in terms of like really getting really getting into it and really feeling connected on a on a on a deeper level. I, 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 I can
1: agree with that. Yeah, I can agree it with can that. It can
0: get a bit like it just feels like oh sync, sink, sync, sync, everything's yeah. everything's flying out and you're not really quite sure. You know, it's all a bit easy. Um so there's you know that I think that's it. I think there's you know there's good points and bad points. I don't think that people should be chastised for using it. Um but then uh, on the flip side of that I don't think people should, you know, should uh, you know not agree because people think that you know they shouldn't use the sync button by- it's a controversial it's a controversial uh, uh subject especially very for good. especially for drum and bass probably more so than any other yeah because it's such a- genre a- you know so it's a very ten- yeah i mean that's it you know it's a very technical thing and and i can see why people get a bit upset with it and i think that because <sighs> because it, because it, you know syncing and 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 the equipment has made djing so easy and so accessible that again that comes with good things and it comes with bad things as well um in terms of yeah more people can get involved but then maybe the quality can kind of uh can kind of go down and you know there's now everyone's a fucking dj do you know what i mean and <laughs> you know.
1: yeah, yeah 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 of course.
0: I mean let's say if I mean if you're if you're a um, if you're a
1: producer or whatever um you make music someone books you to play a show what's the issue with with like with with you like using sync
0: i, I don't see any issue with that no i no i do, I don't think so i don't think so i don't think no. there is an issue yeah. I, I don't use sync i I use um i use the uh, the increments uh, it, funny enough, it was actually it was if, if Tez is still watching, big up to Tez because well, the uh, uh point fifty eight. Yes. Okay. So he's taught you as well. Do you it, it, do my, you use Mason, that or not? Mason
1: did actually. Mason sort of taught me that.
0: Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, to be fair, it was it was funny enough. Was um, it was when we went to when I went to Australia and it was over in Perth and I and I and I wasn't using it at that point. I was fully still beat matching using the pitch you know on cdjs and then tez was just like bro what the fuck you did mike like you know, <laughs> <and, "What laughs> fucking don't use the fucking increments i'm just like oh what <laughs> and, he, and, fr- and, and to be honest from that from that like that experience like i I kind of haven't looked back from from that and and, and essentially that is no different to syncing i mean really although i'm not pressing the sync button there is a formula, and you—I you, don't know if anyone yeah. does know about the formula, but it's, it's what a lot of top DJs use, and, and it does fucking—it works so well, like it really does. Like, it does, it, does. it nail does. It, does. it. And at least you're moving the pitch. At least you're moving the pitch. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, we got uh, we got Evan Evan Smith is going going in here tonight. He's got uh, hey. <laughs> he's got. I like
1: oh, I, li- I like questions. Yeah. Oh, uh, doublehead is here. Hello, uh,
0: Evan Smith asks, how do you guys go about putting together a DJ set? I find it hard as fuck to settle on tunes with the sheer amount of music that comes out week to week. And also older tunes you want to play can be hard to choose. It might just be me. Mm. I mean, mm. can I go first? Yeah, yeah, no, mate, please. Go ahead. Um... This, is, this is your interview. It's not... <laughs> Feels like it's turning into my interview as well. So, yeah, no. we'll chat. That's it. Yeah. That's
1: um, so for me, I'm I'm usually quite picky with the with the kind of music that I want to play and with the, with the tracks that I want to that I want to play. So uh, sometimes I find it hard to actually make certain tracks work with each other more than actually. Um, Having loads of tracks that I want to play, but I can't fit them all in. So for me, usually the issue is finding the right mix for these uh, for these amount of tunes that I've got here that I really want to play them. So sometimes I need to just like swap tracks, and that's okay. why I I spend quite a lot of time just like preparing my set and preparing the the mixes. Um, that's that's Proper.
0: yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, I think there's you know definitely like two schools of thought with it you know putting in a lot of that pre-preparation i feel like i feel like it's something that i i personally haven't done haven't done enough of uh you know i've been djing a long time now and and a lot of it has just been kind of winging it but uh, sometimes that doesn't that's not always the best thing like i know people still go oh you know i don't i don't plan sets i don't prepare what i'm gonna play i just go with it and I think if you do know your playlists well and do know your music well, that can be good. And I've had some very fun sets doing that. But other times you can end up getting a bit, getting a bit lost. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I, similar to you, I tend to like tailor, you know, the set depending on where I'm playing. Um, maybe you know, in terms of right, I, you know, I want to I'm playing this. I'll make a playlist. Yeah, thirty, forty tracks. Like this is what I'm gonna play. Sometimes that goes, sometimes that's, you know, sometimes that really works. Other times it's not, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, sometimes I I actually turn up and I'm like, I don't like, I'm not feeling these tracks. Like, why did I pick these? I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, it can happen. And again, like, depending on, you know, mood or, or whatever. And this, and this is where, where where I go, you know, back to practicing and and, and learning and, you know, really being on it. Because that, I think, is what will then end up making the DJ sets much easier because you, you you're you're in tune with what your with what your tunes are and what your music are and what you want to do um yeah like some of my best sets have been more like that i think the, i think one of the best sets i i remember was actually funny enough it was in it was in australia and it was um we played in perth uh on the on the second week of the tour and then the last week was melbourne and bearing in mind, I'd li- I must have literally like been I must have mixed like every single day out and out out there because it was just like that was just like you know all we were doing. So then by the end of it, I'd been mixing for like three weeks straight. Tez Jesus. Tez Tez had then taught me this new increments thing, and I was just like, right, fuck it, I'm going in tonight, like. <laughs> And I literally just, I just put in. I was just like, my play, I was just like, I'm not mucking around. Like this is going in with my fire, of my most absolute fire. And I just remember, like, I don't, I can't even remember really what I even fucking played. It was just like one of those experiences, where it all just like, it just flowed and worked and 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 went out. And yeah, I'm gonna get, gonna get, gonna get back on that. Making so it, making me, making me, uh, making me, making me now getting like, okay, uh, like, oh fuck, I really want to go like mix somewhere or. <laughs> oh you mate, we, it, we, say, we, uh, i wish i was in australia right now <laughs> yeah fucking uh or, or mel well well new zealand sorry i was gonna say new zealand's yeah. popping off at the moment
1: oh mate oh didn't um, even want to think about it
0: where where was the where was the last set you played uh
1: the last set i played was in uh prague at cross club okay it was literally just before the lockdown there were people with masks already in in the airport and i I remember this lady she was with her daughter and um they were wearing like these uh, latex gloves and they were putting like hand sanitizer on <laughs> out, outside the gloves maybe <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: that might work oh, man. squeeze it inside the gloves maybe who whose night was that for whose night was that for uh <laughs> it was mate. I tell you what, that that is somewhere I would I would like to go. Uh
1: it was uh for Devil Trouble. They they've been they've been doing nights there for, for ages. Um uh, basically sure. I think uh, the concept is to just like grab like um they, they try to get um up and coming artists to to just go and play play a set there like every every month or right. so. Such a such a sick club to play at. It's it's incredible.
0: Yeah, no, I've seen uh I've seen some photos of the place. That the place is all like Metal like yeah 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 yeah,
1: yeah. back to back uh, with Tez I think was it back to back just before no yeah yeah yeah. just before let it roll I think yeah Uh, right yeah yeah
0: yeah.
1: I think it was yeah
0: oh god I missed uh... when you say Tez
1: by the way Terence and Philip
0: yeah sorry yeah no we we are if we have mentioned Tez we are shouting out Terence and Philip who also was living in Bristol uh... yeah yeah persole wago uh i tell you what should we should we play a track should we play a track off the ep maybe yeah might as well i might think while, well. while 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 we while we're here um any any particular track that you would like to play on uh on the ep uh
1: just, let's just go with Shokunen
0: because we mentioned it this is the who was it influenced by you said uh
1: it's got a bit of Bonobo just because of the uh uh weird uh or oriental kind oriental of
0: vibes yeah all right so we're going to go in with uh a track off of the ep here this is shukanen
1: shukunan shukunan yeah, yeah.
0: shukunan uh which is going to be out tomorrow on beatport and spotify uh yeah going in I am going to play the whole intro as well, not just 16 bars of it. That is going to be released tomorrow. Uh, Evan, it uh, is going to be out on Bandcamp tomorrow as well. I don't usually put them on Bandcamp on the same day of release, but I am tomorrow. Don't tell Beatport. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Beatport. Uh, it is exclusive. Um, <laughs> uh, oh,
1: no, did you expect your, cho- your tune to be played by MC at Let It Roll? I was there and it was incredible. What a moment. Big up on the release of Dusk, okay. Thank you. Uh, I did not until, basically, uh, AMC played a set with Terno, I think it was at Rampage. And it was streamed. And they played another tune of mine, which was uh, which is called uh, Borderline. It came out on surveillance. And uh, after that, we, uh, we, we got in contact and I sent him um, dusk, Pitch Black <laughs> And I was at Letter Row I was uh, backstage at Letter Row and I saw Alex and yeah we just met in person for the first time and um, yeah we had a good chat blah, blah, blah. and then I was just sat there and he was, he was about to go on stage and he was like Mike I'm playing your tune and I was like Whoop! Let's go! (laughs) And yeah, yeah, that's what happened and it was it was actually me that recorded the video as well
0: I thought it was, you know what? I did actually think it was you Mm -hmm. You you helped generate your own viral viral hit basically I did that on purpose, but (laughs) Um, but yeah, that was it Can you describe that feeling? Oh mate <laughs> like, Can you insane. put it into words? I don't know. Can you? <laughs> it,
1: it was it was insane. Honestly, just looking at that crowd, you just it it just looks so. The crowd just looks like so so people there. They just look so tiny from from up there because the stage is huge and it's quite quite high. It, it was mental, honestly. And there were quite a few people like back um, where I was, like just just behind the uh, the booth. And even the reaction from that was, was so, so cool, man. Um, it, it was just great. It was incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Honestly, I just want to go back.
0: <laughs> I was like, I just want to kind of let it roll again. Uh, yeah, no, man. I, I, quite incredible, really, that I actually took, uh, well, it took two years.
1: Yeah, almost two years, yeah. Almost I two re- years. I heard the tune, I think it was in June june 2019 is it yeah june 2019. wow yeah long time mate long time
0: well it wow. been, uh, been a little while yeah a little while coming but
1: yeah yeah it's finally out yeah but the whole thing of like moving to portugal and 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 stuff it, it really it, it was it was really it was really difficult to just like get back into it into like the whole process of writing music it was really, really difficult.
0: When when did you move back?
1: In mm, when did I move back?
0: What, what what day is it? What what month are we in now? <laughs>
1: I, mean... I think it was actually in June, July.
0: Okay. July
1: July July twenty twenty nineteen. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: you you moved back in July twenty nineteen. You've been back that long.
1: Yeah, it's mad, isn't it?
0: I mean, this this I mean, this last year is just like
1: I know, mate.
0: Disintegrated, is not it? (laughs) This year doesn't count. It doesn't count. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like it is like a. It's like a. We've hit the pause button. Yeah. I know what you mean. Like time has just got very, uh, very weird. So, so it was a. It was quite tough then to to move back. I mean. Did you you want to go back? I mean, what was the... I mean, you not to to ask too many personal questions, but...
1: No, it's fine. Yeah, no, I I did. I I did, because obviously, if I I would stay in Bristol, I'd need to get like a full-time job. And obviously, the music side of things would need to just calm down a bit. And I didn't want to lose my focus with music. But the thing is, when I moved to Portugal, that's exactly what happened.
0: Well, you so actually get, you had to you had to go get a job. Um... Yeah, no, I didn't get a
1: full time job. No, I got a I got a job as a as a teacher. Yeah. I teach production at a school, just a part time thing. I have really enjoyed doing that. Yeah. Uh, but I lost a bit of focus with music because it was a massive change for me. I was I was used to just like being com- always surrounded by people that were into music and drum and bass and. Just like chatting, I mean, I was living with uh, James Extraction, Charlie Briggs, and um, I miss like just having like those conversations about music and music production. And um, when I moved back here, I was a bit like, okay, there's almost no drum and bass scene in this city. So I'm a bit like, okay, I need to deal with this. Right. So I just had to get my, my focus back. And yeah, that's it but it took a while man and also i didn't have like a place to set up my computer or anything um, which then i found this this space here and yeah wow
0: how uh, how long how long do you reckon you took out of producing then now, after uh, 6 months fuck really really 6 months
1: 6 months mate
0: damn
1: yeah it was just uh, without actually like trying to write any music or because i mean Mate, I stopped fully for like three and a half months and then when I when I got this uh, studio space I was just like trying and trying and trying to actually write something and
0: nothing was coming out
1: for another two and a half months right. so yeah it was a tough time but
0: yeah everything's good now so <laughs> the positive spin on that story is everything is all right well I suppose that's a thing like obviously you took the you know you moved back and then took the six months and then obviously all this shit happened yeah, man. Uh, which is then yeah. thrown in another like another curveball for for everyone. Oh well. Um,
1: what can we do? But mate, I, you know,
0: I think you know it's really it's positive to hear, um, you know, hear hear that you you know went through that and obviously come through you know come through the other side. Obviously, things are good good in in Porto now. I mean, you know, Portugal seems to be kind of to give it a little bit of a shout out. You know, there seems to be some good things happening in in Portugal at the moment. Yeah.
1: Honestly, that's so exciting. I mean, there's guys like Molecular, uh, John Doe, uh, myself, uh, Counterpoint. They they keep they keep uh, releasing good music as well. Like there's honestly there's there's a good connection between all of us now, which is good. And there's more producers coming up, which which is even more exciting. Obviously, Human Nature as well doing doing his thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a while, Um, mate. It's great. It's great. And that that is quite motivating as well. Yeah.
0: That is quite i suppose i said yeah. for you like you're now like reconnecting with uh well with your roots i mean i don't know whether that's the right word. Maybe, maybe i don't know like or, or, but, you know, no, i don't know with you you know i think there's something in that isn't it your, your own culture and own country and you know, yeah, you like it, people
1: it's like, good to see like um some sort of uh movement and scene in uh in w- from where i'm from you know which is something that i am I must admit I didn't feel that way when when I was when I first moved back here, but I'm starting to feel that more and more and more, I guess because uh these artists are getting a bit more like uh not- notability yeah
0: is that no notoriety yeah, notoriety, notoriety. <laughs>
1: uh, and um and yeah that obviously that that's great, and I'm really happy and for us for all of us, so yeah you
0: know you know I think from. You know, obviously, as you know, you know, I keep keep my eye on what's what's going on around the scene, and and I'm I'm definitely it's always been something that really really interests me, as you probably know, drum and bass scenes in different countries, and it's kind of like uh, interesting to see uh, and promising. It's really good to see, you know, that there's something like really strong starting to form in Portugal at the moment. You know, Mm -hmm. like like you're saying, like you know, I think between you know Counterpoint and Surveillance, you know, putting out some really really like top quality um, Mm -hmm. music and really like like you're saying, that's gonna, that's only gonna breed things, you know. And I think, you know, and I think, you know, like we're saying as well, like yourself. I think molecular as well, man. Like he, he's really going on to, yeah, um, man. You know, do some really massive, um, massive things. And I think he's got a really bright um, future. And, and I think that's it, isn't it? You just need to keep the fire going, and it will inspire more people, and yeah. everyone will start helping out each other. And
1: yeah, exactly. Fully agree with you, mate.
0: I can't wait to come back. I, I did, I did enjoy Portugal actually. Uh, yeah, mate. back. I will. You I do. will. I do. I did. I did. I did really enjoy. Yeah, you know, really lovely place. Uh, I've always really. I think there's something about the Portuguese people. They're just. They're just lovely people. You know, They're, really <laughs> nice, uh, they're nice people. Not trying to. Sh- not trying to shine. Uh, oh no, here he is. Raf is actually. Uh, has actually commented. Uh, yeah, big up Raffy. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's cool. Like you know. So hopefully you know when when <laughs> when this whole fucking thing is over. Oh um, man, we have to sort some things. I, I suppose maybe maybe touch on that because we we won't um won't stay too much longer. I can I can actually smell my dinner starting to be uh, prepared right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so what can we uh, can expect from from you going forward? What's your kind of plans? I mean, I know there's a reasonable bit. You don't have to sort of like lay everything out. But yeah, like where where where's that? What next?
1: Well. Uh, honestly right now i just want to work on more music explore like try to get a bit more like outside the box and uh, maybe even try to get some music out on some non and based labels explore a bit more melody but like with still like keeping my my thing uh i've got i've got a few bits going on with uh with Jonder which I, i'm really proud of um and yeah I'm just going to try to release more music this year which I will. Uh, <laughs> cuz last year I didn't release any music so yeah i will definitely release more music this year. So yeah that's pretty much it man. Uh, I I I don't I don't want to say too much cuz no. uh, yeah, everything's really it's it's nothing's
0: guaranteed. It's bubbling so, it's bubbling away so uh, exactly. No, no, um, that's, that's good. Uh, you know, and 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 as we just say one more time, obviously you got your your EP out tomorrow. Um, you know, first that's the first EP for for a while, a couple of years, isn't it? I think. So, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It's a, you know a special moment, and yeah, nice to start starting in the year with a bang.
1: Yeah. Shall we? Shall we play that techno DNB thing just for fun?
0: I tell you what. Yeah, we'll we'll give every everyone that has actually stuck with. Uh, with Definitely. us for, for this long and hasn't given up and gouged their eyes out. Uh we're gonna treat you with a very special uh vowel dub. This uh, is it's not
1: even <laughs> a dub yet, mate. I started that like a couple of days ago. It's a
0: it's a super dub. It's like you've got you've got like levels of dub. Like you've just got a normal dub. But a super dub is like where someone literally made it like a day ago. It's not even finished. It's a super dub. Uh this uh, well is, <laughs> this isn't the actual name for it this you just oh, no. all well, right i'm not gonna i'm not gonna give it out this here's a super special uh val preview right now <laughs> Go, super special Val dub that he can't hear. You know, the, yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. haven't, we haven't figured that one out yet. Um, <laughs> I love uh, I'm loving the loving the techno infused vibes
1: there. Yeah, it was it, that, that's where the inspiration came from. I, te- I tell
0: you what, I actually I went to a fantastic techno club in Porto. W- what's the you got you got quite a famous one? It's with the long
1: I uh, went to Gutter, God- yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that was the most techno club I ever went to. It was pretty loose. Um, <laughs> amazing. I tell you what, because uh, I'm feeling like, um... yeah, we've dragged this
1: out a bit, didn't we?
0: Uh, mate, look, this is fine, man. Look, we just we just keep this going. Like people, I mean, what has anyone else got to do, really, right now? Like, <laughs> let's be honest, is anyone else is anyone going anywhere? I don't. I don't know about you. I am going to play uh I'm going to play Dusk Pitch Black just because it's the it's the it's the episode I think we'll we'll finish the show with a bang and I and I say it because Raf actually said amazing how uh Dusk sounds very fresh which I think is testament to the track because obviously thanks mate I, I I mean I that you know I will you know I'll be honest like the fact that that did come out or was made you know nearly 2 years ago now and that sounds like you know what is on the cutting edge of you know everybody's you know of drum and bass at the moment um
1: yeah <laughs> to hear that. actually um oh. when i when i had a chat with uh dave uh, for ukf he said exactly the same thing I, I i've never even thought of it if i'm honest
0: what was what was the how did that track come about have you got any like backstory on on that or
1: no that one's quite deep <laughs> that one's deep.
0: Come on, uh, come I, man. I got time. I got time. I wanna. I'm. I'm intrigued now. No, it's just
1: that I, I wasn't like in a really good place at the moment. There was like a lot of stuff going on uh, in my personal life, and yeah, that that track was a bit of anger, and at the same time, it was kind of, I don't know. It was like there's like two sides of looking at it. But yeah, that's that's probably the the track that I've that, that I've written that has more meaning to me.
0: I would say. Right. Okay. Right. So there yeah. really is a. It wasn't just like a. All right. I'm just gonna. That really came out of a of a moment yeah. in your life from, from I, you were yeah. kind of going through. I
1: wrote the the whole intro before I even wrote the drop.
0: Can, can I ask? Was there was there a girl involved? Or yes. There's
1: always a girl involved.
0: There's always a girl involved. <laughs>
1: And, uh, but yeah, uh, I, I wrote the
0: the whole intro
1: and then I worked on the drop, so that that's interesting.
0: Right, okay. Well I tell you what, now now everyone knows uh, a little bit of the backstory. I'm uh, gonna play one more tune for this for this show and I'm gonna play for you the title track Dusk pitch black. Close brackets, open brackets. <laughs> <laughs> Mike obviously can't hear this right now, but so good. He's heard, he's heard it enough.
1: I'll play it. I'll play it from Dropbox. <laughs>
0: so make sure, sure you've got your sound turned off. Roll. You say yeah It's only a three minute tune, so I'm just going to play the whole thing. These these producers and their three minute tunes. Sick tune and as we, you. Said, <laughs> as, as, as we said one more time that is going to be out tomorrow we're out at midnight actually
1: yeah out at midnight on spotify oh actually no because no it will be on bitport as well at midnight
0: so buy yeah. it share it love it go buy the whole ep if you haven't or if you haven't already yeah um yeah man look i think uh i think we can just about wrap wrap this up for today uh, yeah. um Thank you so much for coming on and doing this. You've been a great guest. My pleasure. We've had many, many laughs, and I feel like we've learned a bit more about Val today. And uh, I think that's what doing this is all about. Yeah,
1: I guess so. <laughs> I guess so.
0: Fucking Pete, dragging me on. Uh, <laughs> to close, to close off. Any, if you want to just give like a shout out to anyone, anyone you want to thank. Uh, now's your chance.
1: Now's your chance. Wait. Let me just get my list. No. <laughs> uh now to uh, honestly i just want to thank everyone who's been like supporting the release and all of the messages everyone that's been sharing it honestly it means the world to me cuz i haven't released any music in in quite a while and this really really th- this really really means a lot to me so yeah special thanks to everyone who's supporting it and also special thanks to overview as well for oh, obviously- fuck, fuck those guys <laughs> uh, yeah hope you, hope you guys enjoyed it um
0: yeah it was a good shot there we go all right thank you very much guys uh as said please do go check out the ep uh, if you haven't already go and like Val. he's on instagram soundcloud facebook wherever you want to get him do go support him uh definitely got a lot happening surveillance as well uh is co-running a yeah. label in in portugal as well definitely check those guys um and yeah thank you so much uh we'll be back again very soon
1: just one more thing but, oh, yeah. oh if you if you've got if you guys have any suggestions for for my patreon just feel free to uh message me with your tips of like if <laughs> yeah, content you want Right.
0: And, and and I guess keep an eye out for Val's Patreon, which is going to be coming imminently in the next week or so. So yeah, yeah. All right, that's it. Thank you very much. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye.